give a shmooze now for this parsha. Hopefully, it won't be too long. But I'm, I'm going away, going to Eretz Yisrael, maybe with the Shiva. I want to talk about that a little bit, and also a machshava that I had about Moshe Rabbeinu. That it was a new machshava that I had this year, just to to show you the godless of Moshe Rabbeinu. I never chapped it until until now. Moshe Rabbeinu, this is a famous parsha where Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. And that's because in next week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu sort of threatened HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a pella that, that Moshe Rabbeinu would threaten HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you wipe out Klai Yisrael, so wipe me out of the Sefer Torah. So the question is, it's a beautiful thing that Moshe Rabbeinu stuck up for us, so for that he loses. It's a famous kasha. So he loses his name in, in a parsha because he stuck up for us. So obviously that, that can't be, it's not that Moshe Rabbeinu lost out. But the question is, even in general, what is Moshe Rabbeinu, what kind of threat, he's threatening Hashem? Moshe Rabbeinu said, Hashem, if you do this, so you know, like a little kid, their parents come and they say, well, when I, if you do this, then I'm not going to whatever. Well, what's going on? There's got to be something, something more to this. And if you think about it, it's even more, it's even more, more of the Pella. Because Moshe Rabbeinu, where did he know that, that he, Chazal tell us, where did he know that Hashem wanted him to fight with him? Because Moshe Rabbeinu said, if the Bershom wants to do something, if Hashem really wanted to destroy Klai Yisrael, he would just do it. So Moshe Rabbeinu logically said, he made a logical calculation. If Hashem wants to get rid of Klai Yisrael, he'll get rid of them. So why is he telling me he's going to get rid of them? Must be, he wants me to daven for them. So Moshe Rabbeinu figured it out. He used Lundus. If the Rabbanu Shalom is telling me about this in advance, must be, he doesn't really want to, he doesn't really want to get rid of them. And he doesn't want to get rid of them, so, so now I have to save them. So now what am I going to do to save them? So now he whips this out of his pocket, his secret weapon. Hashem, if you mess with me, if you mess with my friends, then take me out of your safer. So, if you think about it, what Moshe Rabbeinu did was, even though Hashem was telling him that I want to start a new nation with you. You're going to be, it's going to be you and your kids. Forget about everybody else. This is what, it's not what he heard on the news. This is what, this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him. He said, I, I want to take you and make you for a new nation, but Moshe knew that Hashem, he knew, it's almost like he knew Hashem better than even what Hashem was telling him. It's, it, that's how close Moshe Rabbeinu was to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he knew that even though that's what Hashem was telling him, he knew that's not what Hashem meant. And anyone who had the schuss to be Matzah Shabbos by the, by the Malava Malka, the she was talking very much about mission. That was his, that was his theme. And this is a theme that Bechlal, this is something that I had the schuss of hanging out with the now for, for a long time. Almost getting close to forty years, and this is something that he pounds home all the time. Mission, 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 mission. What's your mission? What's your mission? And obviously, this is a question Moshe Rabbeinu asked himself: What's my mission? What is my mission in this world? 
And this is a question every single one of us has to ask ourselves every single day. What's my mission today? Right? The Lubavitcher Rebbe said the reason why he celebrated birthdays is because the birth, birth, your birthday is the day that the Rabbani Shalom said this world cannot exist any longer without you. In the history of the world, the Rabbani Shalom saying, right that day that you were born, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu was saying, the world can't exist anymore without you. We need, you, got, you have something special to bring to this world that the world couldn't, can't, can't exist anymore without it. So that's obviously your birthday, but that's also every day. We say every morning, the Roshim, you, you put a Neshama into me today. This morning, the Roshim, you woke up, you opened up your eyes. That means the Roshim put a Neshama into you for today. That means you've got to do something today. What is your mission today? Hashem needs you to do something today. What is it? I don't know what your mission is. That's your job. You've got to figure it out. I've got to figure out mine. We all have to figure that out. Many years ago, a guy once made a comment. Rebbe, you know, you, it was a guy I'm very close to. He was very close to him. And he said it in an accident. Happened, he said it in a nice way. He said, Rebbe, uh, is everything okay? I said, yeah, I think so. He said, I know, lately you've been walking in with a grumpy face. So the guy told me. I said, I didn't even know. I was so happy he told me. So every so I made a simon in my head when I kissed the mezuzah, when I walk in the door, I try to slap a smile on my face. I tried to put, why? I, part of my mission is I come in here, I want to bring, in, bring, bring depression into this place. That, that's what I'm supposed to do. I, if I walk in here depressed, I'm, hopefully I'll, I bring some happiness into this place. That's part of my mission. If I come in here with a grumpy face, it's a problem. So you can tell me, guys, if I walk in any day with a grumpy face, you get a nice way. Come over to me nicely. I, but I think I can handle it. Come over to me nicely. Say, you know, Rebbe, is everything okay today? That'll be the sim, and I'll know that, you know, maybe I have a grumpy face on. But everyone has that. Moshe Rabbeinu was so tuned into his mission, he was so attuned to what his mission was in this world, that even if the Rebbe Shalom told him, I'm getting rid of Klal Yisrael, I'm going to start a new nation with you. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that that couldn't be it. Because he knew his mission was to lead this generation, the Bnei Yisrael, that he was here, that he took out of Mitzrayim. He knew that that was his mission. And he even used the Lundish to shlug up in a way what the Barashim was telling him himself. If the Barashim really would have wanted to wipe out Klai Yisrael, he would do it. The Rosh knows how to get rid of people very quickly. He does it slow, he does it fast. The Rosh has a lot of different ways of getting rid of people. If he, when he wants to. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, if he told me, must be, this is a simon. And when Moshe Rabbeinu said, he would, that, I think that's what he was saying. He was saying, my mission is to lead Klal Yisrael, to lead these people. If you kill them, I have no tachlis. I have no mission. I have no purpose. The Bechayin Nomi wasn't a threat. It was a Metzius. He was saying, I have, no, I have no purpose. And why do, we, why do we remember it now? I think the word is, the biggest compliment you could give to Moshe Rabbeinu, the biggest compliment, I think, Lafiyani is Daiti, 
You know, it's like you know, the best rabbeim in the world that you could see. What are the best rabbeim? The best rabbeim are that when the Rebbe's not there, the guys are still learning. The Rebbe set up a matziv where the guys want to learn. He, the Rebbe walks out, the guys are learning anyway. It doesn't make a difference. The Rebbe's there, the Rebbe's not there. He inculcated it so deeply into his Talmudim, the love of Torah, that they're, just, they're, going, they're learning without him. The fact that we're here, all these years later, learning the Torah Doisha, is the biggest compliment to Moshe Rabbeinu. That we don't need him. Moshe Rabbeinu, all those years ago, 3,300 years ago, gave us the Torah. And we're still here today schmitzing on it. What a compliment. The fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was taken out of a parasha is the biggest compliment to Moshe Rabbeinu. Patton, they say, once said, he was a general in World War II. He was one of the top United States generals. He said he wanted to show the generals that were underneath him that he had confidence in them. So what did he do? He went home. He said, had the meeting, said, Rabbi Yisai, Hatzlocha, and he went home. That's the biggest compliment. When the leader says, you guys could do it without me, that's the biggest thing. just want to end, it's, it's really a tremendous chos, that the yeshiva, through, over three years ago now, we started a kail in Eretz Yisrael, the Rosh Kail in Eretz Yisrael is really, it's, uh, it's, I, I haven't had this chus yet to be there, now I'm going to have the first, my first chance to, to be by the, by the Kail there, the, our Kail in Eretz Yisrael. Our Kail, I mean all of us, it's really, Teres Eretz Yisrael, they're representing us in Yeshiva for, for Teres Eretz Yisrael. And it's also what the Yeshiva told me. When we started, he said, Part, what's going to be in 50 years, is, gonna, is there going to be more... Are we going to be, is there going to be Torah in America or Torah in Eretz Yisrael? There's going to be Torah in Eretz Yisrael. Will there be Torah in America? Who knows? Who knows what's going to be with this country? That, that, the way things are going, it's very, it's very hard to say. But there's definitely that there's going to be Yidin in Eretz Yisrael learning Torah. That's Yisrael Yishakar. Bezah Mashiach will be here. So we have to prepare. She said, we've got to start preparing. Lamaisa, let's start preparing for... For Oluvein and Eretz Yisrael. And that, that he felt as part of him, he needs another headache, another, another, another couple hundred thousand dollars a year to raise. That's what he said. But that's the way the Rashiva's been ever since I know him. It doesn't, we didn't have the money to build this yeshiva either. When we started, there was literally a prutus. She said, we gotta, we gotta, this is, this is my mission. And I feel like my mission is to help him. And I can tell you, every step of the way, the Rabbanu Shalom has helped Shalai Al-Piteva. And it makes sense. Because if the Rabbanu Shalom put you here to do that, he's going to give you what you need to do it. You just got to find out what it is that the Rabbanu Shalom put you here for. But once you nail it, once you figured it out, the Rabbanu Shalom will... It, it, will make, it, will be, it makes no sense that he wouldn't. The Bershom wanted you to do something, so obviously he's going to give you the tools that you need to do it. Whatever, whatever that is. So once the Yeshiva says, you know something, we have to start a Kerala Lerner Yisrael, who knows? We have Yeshiva, who knows what's going to happen? But let's start, we can do this, let's chop our line. Where's the money going to come from? That, that's, 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 a, that's, that's a joke. Hashem, Liyak, Hashem has all the money in the world. He'll provide it.
And that's the way each and every one of us should look at our lives. Find your mission, and then you're guaranteed whatever tools you need, whatever gifts you need, whatever, whatever it is, all the, all the trappings that you need to make it happen, the Rebbe Hashem is going to give it to you. It's a havtoch, it's actually a rambam. Whatever you need to make happen in your life, it just hit me this story, it happened years ago. I like, I like having company in my Shabbos table. And my wife, this story goes way back, because I don't even have that dining room table anymore. My old dining, old, old dining room table was full, mom was falling to pieces. It was busy. It was I didn't have the money to buy a new table then. And my wife said, that, said I, I can't. She said, I'm too embarrassed to have company. I'm too embarrassed to have company. Shabbos, the table is such a wreck. I, I, it's, it's too embarrassing for me. So I felt really bad. And I was driving here to Yeshiva. I'll never forget this. And I was, I was, I was feeling sad. I said, Hashem, I can't do it to my wife. It's not fair to me. Invite company and my wife's embarrassed. I walked in the door. And I made a short feel, Hashem, you know. I walked in the door here. And my cousin, David Zellinger, Shlomo was in my, was in my shir that year. It was the end of 10th grade, so that's how I remember could make a cheshman. Rabbi, you remember, that was your first year here. I think that was your first year. When those guys were, Moshe Fogel and, and Shlomo, I think they were in 10th grade. That was, I was giving you the Bikiyas and you were giving the Ian Shir then. So I think that was your first year. How many years is that? 21. 21 years ago. I woke in the door. <laughs> it's crazy. And David, David's father had a, old, had, a, had a furniture factory and he was closing it down. And he said, you know, in the factory, I have a, I have a table and chairs, it's very nice. It's, it was it was it was it was a model. It was a floor model. He said, "I have nothing. I, you know, I could sell it, but I'd rather you know you did such a nice job with Shlomo this year. I just I want to give it to you." Mama, literally, it was. My wife said it to me over there. I walked in the door. I had a dining room table. Whatever, when you feel something is part of your mission, the Raman says the Rebbeinu is mechuyiv. It's like mechuyiv to give it to you. I don't even want to mechuyiv. The Raman, like if I remember the Walsh is mechuyiv. It's not mechuyiv. If he wants you to do that, so he's going to give you that to do it. It's, it's just it's ABC. So that's our goal. Your goal every every morning, your whole life, every day, and who knows? Maybe tomorrow you'll have a different mission. But you have an overall mission of your life, and you have every day a separate mission. And whatever you need to do it, the Rebbeinu will give you the bracha to do it. Crazy mice. Crazy mice.